everyone. Welcome to The Path of Me. I'm your host, Wendy Hutchinson. I have a beautiful guest today. She's a modern alchemist, Adora Winquist, and the founder of the lifestyle brand, Adora Winquist. So welcome, Adora. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Wendy. It is an infinite honor and pleasure to be here with you. I have been so excited to have this conversation. One, because you've, uh, you are releasing a new book, which I think is going to be fantastic, and we'll talk about that. But for those listeners who aren't familiar with your work or haven't listened to our earlier um, podcast and interview, let's talk a little bit about what quantum alchemy is, mm. how you found your way to it, or how it found you. And um, I'm just going to turn it over to you so you can kind of share that that story. Fantastic. Uh, thank you so much. So I guess we'll start with a little bit of the backstory because I think that that's always interesting and creates a, such an opportunity for common ground for others that are finding their truth and their passion and in the journey of awakening. And so uh, for me, from a very, very young age, I was interested in the natural world. I spent most of my time outdoors communing with the plants and trees and flowers. And I felt uh, much more of a sense of camaraderie uh, with them than most of my peers at the time. And so uh, this beautiful connection was seeded. And then as I grew older, uh, fostered and developed with a lot of outdoor activities. Um, and then when I was 19, I moved away from home really for the first time on my own. And uh, every year since I had been a child, I would get chronic bronchitis brought about from allergies twice a year. And I would just be flat out down for the count. And so I moved to Cape Cod and I didn't have health insurance and I didn't have a lot of money. And I was really at this place of deep uh, frustration and exhaustion. And so somewhere I heard something about herbs and I went out and bought a book and five different herbs, hyssop, thyme, eucalyptus, licorice root and uh, fresh ginger. I went home and I made a tea and was amazed by how quickly I healed. In fact, um, after that point, I never had bronchitis again. Really? Which really showed oh the power of plant medicine, yes. So I started making more teas and tinctures and having anyone in my family or circle of friends that was under the weather that would agree to take them to do <laughs> so. Um, and then I found essential oils and I was hooked because I was always, um, enamored with the power of scent. And so I started making blends and formulating products. I started my first product business in 1998. And at that same time, because I had been studying Reiki, um, you know, back in the late 90s, when this was still a relatively new concept, uh, I was amazed by the, the power of vibrational medicine, even from a rudimentary perspective, and, and how it was uh, so potent for me from an emotional perspective, um, and then also with other people in my circle. So at the time that I started my product business, I also started a healing practice. And then I thought, well, why not combine these two passions, right? Because essential oils by their very nature um, are malleable to intention and to vibration, 
And so when we can first take specific intention and then from a higher, more cosmic or universal perspective, energetic frequency and templates, those can all be infused to the essential oils. And then it really becomes a, a deeper process of alchemy. Now, you know, many people have heard the term alchemy and uh, refer it back to that ancient philosophy of transmuting base metals into gold. But when I talk about alchemy, it's really taking any of those places that we've experienced in this life of pain or struggle, those patterns that keep repeating that don't serve us in our highest way, and transmuting those to places of empowerment and light and joy and passion ultimately so we can embody and actualize our soul purpose right our divine light our divine purpose really the reason that we're here and from a quantum alchemy perspective you know we're at this beautiful juncture on this planet of time and space where we can quantum leap along the own our own healing journey and healing spiral uh, to be able to transmute in such rapid ways these places of challenge that we've had in our past but not just in our own personal past but through our lineage and i'll talk more about that from the dna perspective when we go into yes. discussing the book yes that's so fantastic i know this year and that's so, that's such a beautiful summary. So thank you so much for laying the groundwork for our conversation so perfectly. This year, you um, have so much going on. You launched a um, a new line, the elixir for the elixirs for quantum living, which yes. I'm really excited about. So let's talk a little bit about that. What a download did you receive to kind of plant, you know, plant the seed for creating this um, grouping of elixirs? And what do you, what are you trying to address and um, assist humanity with their healing in creation of these beautiful elixir, this beautiful elixir line? Well, thank you for asking. I'm so excited about this collection. Um, in essence, I've wanted to incorporate um, hemp or CBD into a line of pr products for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is where I believe the beauty of divine timing comes into play. Mm -hmm. uh, because a year ago in January, I was sitting at the table with my uh, graphic designer working on a project and I got a phone call from um, a colleague that I had worked side by side with in my previous brand. And she said, Adora, I know that we don't know each other too well, but you keep coming to mind uh, when I'm thinking about uh, this new CBD product that I'm working with. And I'm just wondering if you'd like to create a CBD line with your aromatic knowledge. Uh, I just feel like it would be so potent. And I thought to myself, well, this is really interesting. I didn't um, necessarily anticipate creating another collection in my new brand that would be available for wholesale or even distribution, not just in the US, but uh, globally. And so I thought, well, this is a really interesting opportunity. I'm gonna go within 
and see where there's resonance. And, and I really feel like too, the, the other opportunity that we have from the perspective of quantum alchemy is um, living from effortless intention and creating from effortless intention. I love that. And so, yeah, thank you. And so this uh, line of the elixirs really unfolded in that easy, easy, gentle way. And so I knew that I wanted to create something that would be relatively simple, only three products in the collection, but that would address the three primary key challenges that we all face, right, from a human perspective, mm -hmm. um, energy, mood, and sleep. So if you look at, you know, statistics, this is where from a consumer product perspective, we're looking for the majority of our um, alternative medicine remedies. Yeah. And so I thought, well, this is a really wonderful way to incorporate the CBD with the essential oils. Now, at that time, the conversation was simply on um, using CBD at the nanoparticle level, which creates these very micro micro drops that are much more bioavailable, uh, more readily absorbed into the body and efficiently used throughout the systems. Um, but as we began to discuss the opportunity further, the idea of having the essential oil formulas also nanoparticleized became part of the conversation. Wow. And for someone who's worked in the field of aromatics for over two decades, I've always loved being at that kind of forefront or yes. a pioneering, a visionary aspects of doing something innovative, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I thought, gee, this is remarkable because it really hasn't been done before. So then taking the nano CBD, combining it with the uh, pure and premium aromatics from my sourcing relationship for the past 20 years, and then nanoparticleizing those, and then adding the vibrational templates for the gem essences, right? And so each one, like the energy one, has ruby gem essence intentionally infused. Uh, the mood one, which is really one of my favorites, has emerald uh, gem essence infused. And the sleep one has sapphire essence infused. So it really creates a quantum synergy uh, for these medicines to be absorbed, not just into the bloodstream, but also because essential oils are lipid soluble to pass through the blood brain barrier and really allow all of their phytonutrients to be um, absorbed into the bloodstream and to support the healing and regeneration and optimum performance of our brain. So um, I came up with the idea for this, the elixirs for quantum living, because again, um, we're really at this opportunity to move away from aspects of living and survival and taking those places of struggle and difficulty and transmuting them to places of a life of thriving, right? Of great empowerment and the ultimate expression of our highest truth, our highest self and our greatest gifts. Yes, so beautifully said. And I can't wait to share your website with the world so that people can purchase these amazing elixirs and why don't you share your website and i'll drop it in um oh great comments below so people can find you 
and put it into the offerings that you have. Sorry, should I put it into the chat or just? Oh, no, that's okay. You can just go ahead and, and okay. say it verbally and I will actually include it when I edit uh, the show. Thanks, Wendy. It's adorawinquist.com. Awesome. And then also what I wanted to, I kind of wanted to swing back because, you know, the pandemic is still very, very prevalent um, across the nation and the world. And you had an inc incredible line that you released called the viral warrior line. So I wanted to just touch a little bit on that. Um, Thank you. Moved forward. Yeah, this is a really remarkable line because it combines some of the most potent aromatics with an antiviral nature, um, along with energetic infusions of gem essences like shungite, which we know is really a powerhouse for protecting the outer layers of our energy field um, with many things, including EMF. And so um, this collection has cinnamon um, cassia, uh, cinnamon leaf, lemon, all organic essential oils that are uh, brought together in a beautiful synergistic form that can be used as a gargle, uh, which is a really potent way to use the, um, these medicinal plants. And remembering that essential oils truly are um, the quintessence of the plant, right? And each drop has hundreds of different chemical constituents that have an affinity and benefit um, to specific organs or systems of the body. And so from that perspective, being biochemically um, active in nature, they are the most potent form of plant medicine. So when we take just two drops and combine that into a gargle to get those powerful plant medicines into the bloodstream, especially into the limb system through the gargling is such a great way to um, keep our system strong. And that's really important because we're in, you know, we've been faced with the challenges of the pandemic, but we're in an ever evolving and changing world. And so keeping our system strong physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually is imperative right now. So we can continue to be those bearers of light and vibrancy and health and well-being um, as the planet continues to go through this great shift. Beautiful. I know you have so many different offerings. I'm, I'm on your newsletter distribution list. So I see all the cool things that you're oh, doing. Thank you. And um, you, have a, you have a retreat coming up in the fall. So why don't you share a little bit about that? Because it sounds pretty amazing. Thank you. I'm really excited about this. About two years ago in meditation, I was asked to take a group of people to the south of France to retrace the footsteps of Mary Magdalene. And I thought, well, this sounds really remarkable. Of course, I... Um, will always heed the call of yeah. higher intuition. Mm -hmm. um, and so we began to plan in conjunction with body, mind, spirit journeys, which has been organizing wonderful trips to sacred sites around the world for I think, three decades. So working together, we've been able to curate a beautiful offering of boutique hotels and meals and 
um, entrance to sacred sites so that we can retrace the steps of Mary Magdalene and her life in France with the, the greater understanding that she was a very high level spiritual initiate mm -hmm. um, and aspect of the divine feminine and really the um, right hand, uh, not only um, as an apostle, but as a counterpart to Christ in sacred marriage. And so she has tremendous teachings that have been really hidden and um, attempted to be pushed away for obviously many, many, many years. And so this is a journey of the divine feminine to work with her energy, invoking her presence and her sacred mysteries so we can bring about deep healing at the DNA level, heal our past so we can illuminate our brightest future. And one of the focuses on the teaching that I'll be bringing through, through ceremony, through initiation, through working with these aspects of alchemy, like essential oils and sacred geometry um, and meditation, is the teaching on sacred relationship and how our primary sacred relationship is one of self. And when we can bring our loving presence um, and compassion and forgiveness, we can really transform not just our physical well-being or our emotional well-being, but at our cellular consciousness and at the level of our DNA, um, healing our lineage. And so we can then open to sacred relationship with others in a completely new way where we're able to give and receive love um, that, that feeds us right down to our soul level. And so it's going to be a wonderful journey and working with these frequencies, these vibration to heal and really move into deeper understandings of faith, trust, surrender, and what it is to live life from the perspective of divine love and love being our really uh, the driving factor or the GPS of how we live our lives. Yes, so powerful. So how can people sign up for this if they're interested in? Great. So on our website, there is an event tab at the top that lists the Mary Magdalene retreat. And then also if you sign up for our newsletter, um, we are sending out lots of information about the, the wonderful journey, not just from uh, the perspective of, you know, starting our trip in Marseille and going all the way to Toulouse, but also um, some of the wonderful experiences that we're going to have in sacred community. And I think one of the most beautiful things about this trip is that it's going to be a small group of We've got about 22 people that we can accommodate because of the, the nature of the boutique hotels. Mm -hmm. And that really allows us to connect in sacred community and have that container of connection and co-creation and really to celebrate all of the aspects of our individual lives that have brought us perfectly here and now um, as these walking miracles right of uh, transformation yeah. and of infinite potential and how we can lean into each other in the this beautiful group setting for deep and profound healing sounds incredible and i'm sure you're going to fill those 22 slots yeah so people yeah, we have a few left yeah people should get on that website really quickly if this resonates and sounds 
um, like it's calling to your soul. I wanted to explore a little bit more because I think you and I have a, a strong understanding of um, energy healing on the DNA level, but some of our listeners might not be really clear around what mm-hmm. that means and what it looks like. And uh, first off, I do want to share uh, with our audience that we are bringing through patterns and programs in our DNA, not only from experiences in this lifetime, but from really our soul lineage. So many, many past lifetimes as well. And there are patterns of unresolved, you know, um, issues, traumas, um, programs, mindsets that kind of, you know, roll forward with us on our soul journey until we do find healing for those things. And um, those things really are embedded in our DNA imprint when we come into this life. So I wanted to ask you to share a little bit of your knowledge. Clearly, this is something you address every day in your formulations and um, healing, you know, healing offerings. So I'm going to turn it over to you and let you share a little bit of your knowledge about that. Um, Thank you, Wendy. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Well, this is really um, such a a palpable um, aspect of my work right now, especially with the launch of my book coming out. Yes. Um, And the book really addresses how we can heal at the level of our DNA Um, Of course, not just, as you mentioned, healing our own uh, personal past, but our lineage, right? So coming back to the premise that there were these walking miracles. So imagining that, you know, we have trillions of cells within our bodies, right? Mm -hmm. And each cell is imprinted with every single experience we've ever had in this life since the point of conception. So it's Um, every physical experience, emotional, mental, and spiritual experience. And so that alone is a bit mind-boggling. And then to consider that the same applies within each of our cells for every experience that our mother has had and our father. We hold all of that and their mothers and their fathers all the way down the line, right? So as these incredible walking miracles, we have the power, the infinite potential to bring through our love, through our light, through our desire to incarnate at this juncture of time and space, um, to bring healing at the quantum level down through our DNA to completely shift and clear and expand and awaken and activate latent aspects of our DNA or frequency that's held in there, uh, latent light codes that expand our consciousness and our ability to co-create the life of our soul's longings and our dreams. But how do we do that, right? And and can we do that? Well, one thing that's so important is that looking at the aspects of clearing, of purifying, because just think of your closet, right? When your closet's full and you want to bring in some new beautiful clothes into that, where do you put it, right? When it's just overflowing and bursting at the seams. And so I think that this is a fun analogy that many of us can relate to. Um, But the book 
uh, detox, nourish, activate plant and vibrational medicine for energy, mood, and love that I've co-authored with my colleague, Dr. Lulu Shemek, is a beautiful guide of personal transformation of how we can live our best lives and thrive through the process of self-discovery and healing our core trauma at the DNA level. And so one thing I love about what you just said is that it's, it's more than just what we've experienced physically or even emotionally, right? It's that spiritual connection and what we carry at the soul level, which is connected to our soul family. Yeah. And so when we are able to bring healing to one of the aspects that we've come into this incarnation through our trauma to bring wholeness to, right? It not only shifts that through our own being, and our own DNA down mm -hmm. the line, but it shifts it at the level of our soul family. We're able to bring the frequency of wisdom and wholeness through us, through our DNA, imprinted to our soul family, and then imprinting to the level of the collective consciousness on the planet. So again, the web of life begins to shift. Our consciousness collectively increases, elevates, and expands. Um, and that is how we will continue to create heaven on this earth. So, exactly. yeah. So the early chapters of the book talk about some of the psycho-spiritual or esoteric uh, teachings or philosophies, many of which have come through my two decades of working in um, personal process with clients, with myself. Yeah. Of my customers, right, asking for specific aromatics or yeah. healing support for um, for areas, and how we can really look at our aspects of um, our feminine aspect, our personality aspects, our masculine, and our child consciousness, right, and ultimately that. Uh, part of our opportunity to elevate our own consciousness comes from healing those aspects of our being and bringing them to a tipping point of awareness of transformation so to speak so that our soul purpose can come down and come through and then anchor first um, and then of course actualize right yeah. and isn't that the goal of our beautiful opportunity and path here to uh, walk the path of self-mastery and self-actualization a hundred percent I think I think the challenge for a lot of people is they believe that something external to them is required to heal them mm. And there, there are tools, you know, like your offerings are definitely tools. Meditation is a tool. Um, healing retreats are tools, you know. But ultimately, every person walking the planet has the power to heal themselves. Absolutely. And that's what this Earth experience and Earth school is about, right? It's walking through this experience of life and becoming self-aware and kind of waking up from that dormant unconscious state to a, a awareness that there's something more to you. There's yeah. something more connecting to you, whatever you want to call it, but it is your soul and source calling to you in human form. 
I love the way that you put that. Thank you. And all of us, if we create that space and silence to connect, have access to our truth. Yeah. But it requires so much courage, don't you think, to go in there? I really do. And I, I love what you just said because it's such a core premise in our book. And you know, one of the things also that we talk about is that you do have to go through it to get to it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, there are no shortcuts here. It's so true. It's one of the things that we always said at the Barbara Brennan school, right? When we would be in the throes of our deepest pain and trauma, mm -hmm. and it seemed so bleak, the, mm -hmm. the hope that yes, you do have to go through it to get to it. It's so important because we can be in these, um, healing philosophies or schools of thought or indoctrinations that say, okay, if you just think that it's different, um, then it's so, and you're essentially healed, right? It really is that easy. You make a choice. But what that doesn't do is address the visceral layer of our cellular consciousness that holds all of our trauma. Mm -hmm. And until that, um, those aspects of trauma are addressed, any unresolved emotion and experience, mental constructs, patterns, belief systems, feelings, that continues to project reality and attract reality of experience. And that's when we start to say, gosh, you know, I... Um, I've seen this pattern in my life before and it didn't feel so good the last time and it's starting to not feel really <laughs> they good. Keep right now. Surfacing. And I think the longer we delay our healing or avoid going into the dark and holding ourselves and walking ourselves through it, yeah. the more aggressively these <laughs> these situations will present to us in our lives. The more we get pressed to, to look where we don't want to look, the more they're in our face, the more traumatic they become until we are brought to a, you know, a standstill, mm. whether it's be it physical illness, emotional breakdown, you know, um, life circumstance, like a relationship abruptly coming to an end or whatever it is, it's going to be something. The longer we delay the process of healing, the more aggressively it's going to yeah. continue to present to us until we're forced to really pay attention. Don't you think? I completely, I completely agree. You know, going back to touch upon some of the aspects of our book where we talk about energy, mood, and love, really we've connected these to the primary systems of the body that hold the keys to unlock those aspects of our empowerment, right? So if we think of energy, we think of adrenal system. If we think of love, we're looking at the heart and cardiovascular. If we think of mood, we're thinking of the brain and nervous system. And so one of the things that we've done is we've gone into a lot of the root causes of dysfunction into these systems and how we can detox, then how we can nourish, and then how we can activate. 
right? Just going back to that closet that's full that you can't bring any more into are aspects that are holding trauma, that are holding density, that are holding pain and dysfunction, can't hold greater frequencies of light and love until we bring healing. And so we go into um, what's called a, uh, a photon wheel. And so you'll see a lot of the imagery with our book uh, with a photon and the DNA symbol. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the photon represent, re representing an aspect of light and how we can bring greater light in and through our DNA for deep healing, deep awakening and deep self-actualization. And so we go into a wheel with 11 different alchemical interventions from essential oils to herbs, to crystals, to gem and flower essences and nutrition and meditation and mudras and, and ritual, right? Which is um, ritual and ceremony are ancient ways that we not only honored ourselves, but our humanity and our deep connection from the human layer to um, the, our divinity mm -hmm. and how we can remember that not just within ourselves, but within each other. Um, but always the premise comes back to inward, bringing the focus inward, bringing the attention, the intention for healing, for transformation, for forgiveness, for faith, for surrender, for love, to bring that in before we can expect to see it anywhere in our outer reality or the greater world around us. Exactly. I think there's such a resonance with who we are vibrationally as beings and what we're attracting into our lives. There's a, there's a direct resonance to the frequency. Yes. So if there's a lot of chaos and a lot of... Um, negativity we have to go in and ask ourselves what is it within us that's being projected out and then reflected back precisely that's one of the things that i call our um the early childhood treasure map <laughs> it <laughs> always goes back it it always goes why? because it is a beautiful map for us. Mm -hmm. Our early childhood uh, treasure map has all of the roots of unresolved um, issues that we've come into this life to bring the light of divine consciousness to, mm -hmm. to bring deeper awareness and understanding to. Mm -hmm. And so all of those roots, and even if we we, of course, want to look back and say, well, what past lives um, are affecting this one? even from that perspective or that philosophy, they're still all held in our early childhood treasure map, right? Mm -hmm. And so those roots connect into past lives of unresolved issue and trauma, but they're all held for us to see in this particular lifetime because we, we do have everything we need inside of us mm -hmm. to shift and to create the life that we've always longed to. And, you know, in, there are moments, I think, that it becomes difficult to see that. And that's where I always encourage the over-the-shoulder moment. Like, take a moment to look back over your shoulder um, to every step that you've traversed that has brought you here and now. Mm -hmm. Embrace it, bless it, and honor it. And really honor the great strides and leaps that you've made along the way, because we all have, even if we 
um, even if we don't see it, even if we are in a place of profound forgetting, right? Because that's what's what what it is to come into this earth experience and have that veil of profound forgetting so that we can remember, so that we can empower right. ourselves right. and then hold the light, um, the torch for others to find their way to their own truth and freedom as well. Mm-hmm. And, and that is such an important um, theme of the book is that we are divine beings of light we are sovereign beings and so remembering that truth is what sets us free right and so to be able to consistently embody that frequency we're always um looking at another layer of our existence because there's always more there's always always a way to go there's so many layers to healing and you always think all right I got this one. Yeah. There it comes again. <laughs> Circling back around. You're like, what? Seriously? I thought I, I thought I dealt with this. <laughs> no, there it is again. It's another layer. But you know, it is a spiral, as you mentioned. It is a spiral, and we're spiraling up. And every time we spiral up and have another experience or another go at it, take another pass. We're approaching it from from a more ascended and enlightened place so our perspective is going to allow us to respond with more grace with more love with more kindness and that's where the alchemy begins we're able to start to i say we spin that dust into gold you know as we are going higher and higher up the mountain the view becomes more distant our view becomes more broad our consciousness is expanding and then allowing us through that expansion and awareness to really honor whatever is presenting and then our capacity to hold it grows as well absolutely we truly become the alchemy yes through the process of awakening through the process of self-discovery self-acceptance self-love right? Everything is within us and all of the places of power and light and understanding and connection and wisdom and source are all here. And they're all held just like we talked about the essential oil in each drop holding the quintessence and all of the nutrients and, and biochemically active substances. Each of our cells holds that light, that remembrance of our divinity, of our empowerment and our ability to co-create heaven on this earth. Mm-hmm. It takes the process of awareness and that letting go, the detoxing, the nourishing, the terrain of our uh, our own gardens, right? To be able to activate those intentional seeds and invite them to flourish. Yes, it's definitely an invitation. And I think a huge part of it is, is having the courage to release fear because there's a safety and comfort in remaining small and dimming our light and holding on to those wounds. There, it's, it's this uncomfortable um, place, yet it's comfortable. Right, because it's unknown. familiar. Yeah. yeah, yes, and the unknown is uncomfortable. So, but it requires this leap of faith and this, this depth of self-love. Mm. 
to really go in and shine a light on all of it. All of those shame moments, all of those wounds, you know, having those experiences created who we are today. And, then, and, and who we are today is something to be proud of because we've overcome so many obstacles and we have done so much healing of ourselves. So we really need to honor all of ourselves, not just the shiny, glossy yeah. parts, not just the Facebook profile parts. You know, <laughs> we really need to honor those down and dirty shame parts, those vulnerable parts of us, those pieces of us that feel broken yeah. and traumatized by our past. Those were all stepping stones. Those are all integral parts of who we are. So if we can have the courage to really embrace all of ourselves that's when we become whole and complete that's when we become sovereign that's when we create that heaven on earth that you're talking about because as our light quotient rises as we become more empowered and more true to ourselves and more embodying our true essence and love that is where everything changes in our lives. And that struggle flips into becoming a master creator. I love that. That's so well put. You know, one of the things that's so interesting to me is that when we consider our DNA that is held throughout, it is this incredible portal that allows us to move into our bloodlines and bring the power of this light and the power of this healing for such quantum transformation that it not only shifts this moment that we're in, that we're in together, mm -hmm. but it shifts our entire past and then our future as well. Yes, the now moment, the yeah. past, present and future is all in this now moment. So absolutely, this healing ripples back and forth, backwards and forward. Um, I think each person who has the courage to heal themselves is completely alchemizing their soul lineage and their soul, their soul ancestry. I completely agree. I also loved what you said about looking at the places of fear. Um, and this is a, a, such a, a key part, like connecting into the book, looking at the adrenal system, which of course, through lifetimes of fight and flight, mm -hmm. um, the adrenal system holds all of those imprints. And anytime our life force has been constricted and limited. And so aspects of fear, guilt, shame are all held um, in these beautiful temples, I like to call them temples of golden light um, in the adrenal glands that are held uh, right over our kidneys. And this is often a place that I think is, um, is not um, revered enough and mentioned enough and put enough emphasis on in our not only healing journey, but our awakening journey because it is where we connect in with the infinite renewable life source from the earth and connecting in to the patterns of higher frequency that are available to us now and be, can become activators of freedom. And that's really what these adrenal glands are. They, are, they hold these beautiful codes 
of freedom to allow us to um, liberate ourselves from any places of limitation, of constriction, of fear, of guilt, of shame, of persecution, of violence, of war, of abuse. These are all held in the adrenal system and why bringing our own awareness and the light of divine consciousness to them um, is incredibly empowering. A hundred percent. I can't agree with you more. Now, if people want to pre-order your book or purchase your book, where can they do that? I know you're on Amazon, right? Yes. The book is available for pre-sale on Amazon and it's going to be launched in just a few weeks, which is incredibly exciting. And then for any of your listeners that are in Europe, um, our publisher is in London, Aeon Books, Mm -hmm. and can also be purchased at their website, Aeon Books. I will put all of that information in um, the credits and in the the, um, edited version of our show itself. But I'm so excited to see where you go next, Adora. You're constantly evolving. You're constantly creating. You're constantly getting all of this incredible, all these incredible downloads to help you uh, move you forward. And what I honor you for is being so aligned and Mm -hmm. such a pure channel for that information coming in and really honoring it and, and taking these ideas and creating something so beautiful and tangible for the rest of the world. Thank you. It is, um, it's one of those interesting things where I can't imagine doing anything else other than this. Right. And spending so many um, years in my own journey of healing mm-hmm. and my own places of inner struggle, mm-hmm. uh, which I share a lot about from a place of pretty radical vulnerability in the book, because it's important for people to know that, um, A, we don't get there alone. Right. It's not always a pretty process. And it certainly isn't the a profile on Insta or Facebook. It's like, you know, we've all experienced pain and suffering, mm-hmm. but it's up to us to liberate ourselves from the patterns of victim consciousness, yes. from the places of disempowerment, and to find, not just find, but remember the light that exists within us, right? The spark of divinity, the spark of sovereignty, it is within each and every one of us, and we all have the potential and grand ability to create the life of our dreams, to uh, contribute to making this heaven on earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think people have this misunderstanding also that they have to have this grand life purpose. They have to show up in this incredible way and to have impact. Mm. The truth is all of us are vibrational beings. We're all energy and consciousness. And the more we heal and the more we tap into that divine aspect of ourselves, the more we raise that light quotient, the more we are contributing to the collective consciousness because we are like that drop in the ocean or that individual drop, but we're also part of the ocean, that sea of collective consciousness. So as we heal, we're not only healing ourselves, we are raising our light quotient and what we're contributing to the world through the collective consciousness. 
And so just by being your highest version of you, creating tremendous impact. You don't have to be creating this incredible resume or being quote air quote successful to make a difference in the world by being the highest version of who you are, whoever that is, is enough. Absolutely. I mean, we've all come into this life with a specific purpose and a specific gift. And it all creates to the wondrous tapestry of light that we are, right, mm-hmm. from the human perspective. And, and whether it's, um, you know, being a wonderful mother or sister or mm-hmm. um, husband or wife or however our light is designed, designated to be expanded in this world it's unique to everyone and that's the beauty because I mean think of how dull it would be if we were all here to do the same thing right right we're all here to be ourselves because we all have a divine blueprint yes yes you know and it's a matter of finding and we'll only find it when we have the courage to step out of all of these ridiculous boxes have been shoved into by our cultures and our faith and our families and our you know social expectation it takes courage to say this isn't who I am and I'm miserable it's so true it takes tremendous courage and um you know it's not necessarily like being an entrepreneur isn't for the weak of heart right Right. um it means that we have to look within at places that aren't comfortable, aren't pretty. Um, It's not an easy process Mm. per se, but it is, I think, the most rewarding one that we have the opportunity to experience. Mm -hmm. It's life-changing when you realize who you really are. Yeah. As a soul. Yeah. It's so much more than just this human aspect. So more. I wanted to ask you a quick question. You know, as the planet is going to light and going into higher vibrational frequency, have you noticed the crystal kingdom? Mm. Crystals um, activating, new crystals activating, and other crystals going dormant that were here to serve the three-dimensional paradigm. Now we've transitioned out, and so those maybe went dormant, and you're maybe seeing new crystals activating and coming online and kind of calling to you in your new formulations, these quantum formulations. Yes. Um, Well, you know, one thing is I love working with um, crystals and essential oils or herbs. Um, And then, and the weekly meditations that I lead, I always include one essential oil and one crystal because they're from each kingdom their vibrational patterning is different and yet they work so beautifully synergistically together right not only to heal but to repair to activate right so many different aspects of our consciousness of our body of our mind and one of the things that i like to work with is the cosmic consciousness and vital life force of the mineral as well as the plant. And this is a way that we can work with, even if we're called to work with um, a crystal that may 
not have as much of the higher dimensional frequency in it when we're working from the cosmic perspective with it and working um, with different potencies. One of the things that I do when I'm infusing the products or working in meditation or with a client is use the um, crystal frequency at homeopathic potencies. And when we work with that at a 10 mm potency, it allows the highest vibrational patterning from the cosmic perspective to come through our system holographically through our auric field, our nervous system into our cellular consciousness and DNA for, for quantum levels of healing and activation. Now, this is interesting because it's different than saying, okay, I'm gonna pick up a piece of black tourmaline and work with this um, beautiful frequency as it is, but it, we're able to work with expanded consciousness of these different gem and, um, and even flower essences, even essential oils in this way. And so um, I've been really, um, enthralled with the expanded way we can work with these plants and minerals um, through uh, meditation, through group work and not have the actual tangible representation of the gem or the plant and still have the potency down to the molecular level like you can feel it from a tangible perspective. Right. And so some of the crystals that I've really been into lately, gosh. Um, hmm. Well, tonight, every Thursday, I lead a meditation in conjunction with the Barbara Brennan School of Healing. And tonight is the first on the elemental series. And we're going to be working with the element of water. So how we can bring that element into our system for deep healing and then holographically bring higher frequency healing and light quotient into all of the bodies of water on the planet. And so I was called to use pearl. Now pearl you might think of as um, perhaps more of a third dimensional um, mineral, mm -hmm. um, but when you're working with the cosmic consciousness and vital life force, it is exponential. It is, it is universal, it is cosmic, it is incredibly expansive and multidimensional. Wow. So I think that that's a really interesting way to look at um, healing with minerals and even plant medicine um, from a higher dimensional perspective and not having the tangible crystal. Or... Well, you know, vibration, it transcends all space and time. Exactly. So... exactly. That makes perfect sense. The energy is always accessible. Right. And I think this is part of the wave of how we're going to be working in the future um, with the specific kingdoms, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's mineral, whether it's plant, and even working with the sacred spirit and frequencies from the animal kingdom. Um, working with the vibrational patterning. And the more that we clear our own field, the more that we're able to receive those higher frequencies and embody them. Mm -hmm. So of course it, you know, comes back to that part of the cleansing, the letting go, the purification, mm -hmm. and the working of our own inner journey to be able to embody these higher frequencies. Yes, and also we have to be a vessel that is 
pure enough to anchor those frequencies. If like what you're saying to speak to what you're saying, if we are not clearing um, ourselves, we are limiting our ability to anchor higher light that's coming into the planet. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And I think that this is one of the ways that uh, our new book is really going to be um, a great service to humanity to be able to come into some of these deep places um, where we long for healing and learn how to let go and how to do that with all of the alchemical interventions. And, you know, from my perspective, the book is really kind of a an offering of transcendence because it's not only everything that I've learned and processed in this lifetime, but many lifetimes um, as a healer and visionary working with these vibrational frequencies, working with the plants. I can't wait to read it. Get it out already. (laughs) I know. I know. It's so exciting. Adora, thank you so much for sharing your light, your wisdom, your time. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being an incredible guest. I love you too. It's such an honor to be here with you. You have such a beautiful wisdom um, and light and quintessence. It's such a a privilege to be here communing with you in this way. To my audience, thank you so much for joining us for this um, powerful hour with Adora Winquist. I will include all of her information so you can access her incredible products, her book, all of it, her meditations. She has so much to offer. I love you all. Have a beautiful day. Don't forget to be kind to yourselves. We'll see you next time. Bye.